You are listening to episode number 12 of Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast. Conquer your teacher burnout with Amber Harper. What if you could spend less time feeling overextended and more time doing the things you love? My name is Kelsey Sorensen, and I'm here to show you how to ditch the overwhelm, stress, and guilt that comes with juggling all the different roles you play. Mom, dad, husband, wife, teacher, friend, the list goes on. I'm a teacher and sub turned homeschool mom and self-help guru. On this podcast, we're all about helping teachers and parents like you work smarter, not harder, so that you can experience a life you love, a life that feels fulfilling, balanced, and full of joy. For more support and instant access to unlimited time-saving resources and teacher-focused life coaching, head to www.wifeteachermommy.com club. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey, everybody. I am so excited for today's episode of the podcast. I have a very special guest named Amber Harper. Amber is a longtime educator, author, speaker, and podcaster. She's currently a kindergarten teacher in Indiana. She's the founder of burnedinteacher.com and author of Hacking Teacher Burnout, which gives struggling teachers a path to follow as they navigate their way out of burnout. Amber is a teacher burnout coach working with educators to help them grow through their burnout and take their next best steps toward what they want from their career in education and in life. And her mission aligns so closely with ours at Wife Teacher Mommy. And I loved everything she had to say. I just got off the interview with her and she did such an amazing job. And I can't wait for you to listen to everything that she has in store for you in this episode. Now, I want to remind you very quick, if you are a member of Wife Teacher Mommy Club, Make sure you are subscribed to the private podcast because I bring on every guest that I bring on to the podcast for a bonus segment just for members on our members-only private podcast feed. So if you are a member, make sure you are subscribed to that. You should have received an email. If you can't find it, email us at hello at wifeteachermommy.com and we will help you out because you definitely want in on the private podcast. It takes everything that you learn here on this podcast and you'll just get even more. And another reminder is that Amber is one of our keynote speakers at Educate and Rejuvenate, which is our event this summer that is going to be such a great time. We are so excited about this event. We have over 20 speakers lined up. There are going to be pre-recorded sessions that you can watch. There will be live portions where you get to interact with the speakers in our event Facebook group. And you will also get to do some fun, energizing fitness classes, Our coach, Chrissy Nichols, is going to be doing live coaching, which normally you need to be a member for, but you'll be able to attend the coaching sessions as part of Educate and Rejuvenate. So it's going to be a great time. And of course, you're going to get to hear Amber's keynote all about teacher burnout, and you'll get to learn her teacher burnout process. I am so excited after interviewing her today to hear how much more she has in store during the event. So make sure to go to educateandrejuvenate.com to grab your ticket. It's just $5. And if you are a club member, remember, you don't need to grab a ticket, actually, because club members will get in free and you'll also get all the replays and everything on the members private podcast. Okay, so let's get started with today's interview. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is going to be so fun. Well, I am so excited to be connecting with you here on the podcast because we are looking forward to having you as one of our keynote speakers at Educate and Rejuvenate next month. It's going to be so great. So I'm so excited to have you on the show so our listeners can get to know you a little bit. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited about the event next month. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so fun. Okay, so 
your business and your keynote and your book, they're all about teacher burnout. So can you tell us why is this a topic that you are so passionate about? As you can probably guess, as a teacher in today's world, I have dealt with burnout more than once, more than twice, more than a handful of times in different seasons of my life, in different grade levels for different reasons. And several years ago, it was fall of 2014, I had a really, really public emotional breakdown in front of my teacher friends. And I had been dealing with burnout multiple times before that. And that would have been in year year six, year six and a half of teaching. And I'd fallen into some pretty unhealthy habits and beliefs and patterns when it came to the way that I talked about and viewed my position in education. And it all kind of came to a head in front of my very, very good friends. It was in that moment and moments, you know, after that event that I was like, the only person that is going to change my situation or be able to improve my situation in my personal and professional life, by the way, is me. Like mm-hmm. nobody else is responsible for my beliefs, my thoughts, my actions, my daily habits, and my career, but me. And so that's sort of when I dove headfirst into the self-help or personal development world and just really started to learn about what it truly takes to grow through times of hardship. And when I started to do things and think things and say things differently and hang out with different kinds of people and and really sort of share what I was learning, it was interesting to me that nobody knew what I was talking about. Most people didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. And so that's sort of where – now this is a couple years in the future from 2014. That's where Burn and Teacher was born because I knew that I had to – I felt selfish almost in a way – keeping everything that I had learned and all the growth that I had experienced to myself. So it really came from a place of necessity for me and a necessity that I saw that was out there in the world with my people, with my teachers. That's incredible. You you were able to take what you learned through all of your own personal development journey, and now you're able to help other teachers with it. I just love that. Yeah. you know, And it's really interesting because I started out by reading some very popular books that I almost felt like I was living in a cave because they were very popular books. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I had never heard of that book before in my life. And I feel like everybody knows about that book, but they don't. Think and Grow Rich is another book that I just I just love so much. It's not just about money. It's about, you know, it's a, it's about many different types of wealth. I learned about Tony Robbins. I, I'd never heard of him before. You know, all of these people and all of these resources that are out there to serve people who are hurting, I mean, I was just obsessed with consuming all that I could learn about not staying in this space that I thought was just normal for a teacher. Another thing, too, that was brand new, you know, back in 2014 through, you know, 2016 was this thing called podcasts. Like, what the heck is a podcast? And my husband started really diving into them. He was like, you've really got to check it out. You can listen to a podcast about any sort of topic. So I started listening to some podcasts from some people that I was learning about in these books. And gosh, I just learned so, so much that I started to see growth and change in my own life. And it really did start a lot with my mindset and the way that I was thinking, feeling, and believing about my career in education. Yeah, and I think we just talked about that a lot on because we were recording an episode yeah. for your podcast, which I think it should already be live on your show by yes. the time this one airs. So everybody should definitely go check out 
the Burned In Teacher podcast, we talked a lot about the thoughts and how they affect your life as a teacher. And I feel like both of these episodes are really going to tie together. Well, and what's really interesting is that when I, you know, when I speak or when I run a workshop or I, you know, work with a group of teachers or even just talking to a teacher that maybe just comes and knocks on my doorframe and wants to talk about (laughs) what they're struggling with, it's very hard for somebody that's struggling on a very large scale, if they are at what I consider stage zero or one of burnout, they are at a very dark place. And the last thing that they want to talk about is their thoughts and their beliefs. And it's hard for them to understand how that can make such a huge difference in their experience, in their daily experience in teaching and in life, because they just want something to come along and fix mm-hmm. their situation. Like they want somebody or something to be the fix. And what's really hard to convince a teacher, and it would have been hard to convince me when I was at that stage zero and one, when I had that emotional breakdown, it would have been really hard for somebody to come in and say, well, Amber, what are you telling yourself every day? Like, what what stories are you telling yourself? What do you believe about your job and yourself and where you fit into this career and where you are in your life? I would have been like, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters that every day I'm crying in my car. I just want to stop crying in my car, you know? So it really takes getting to that point where you make a decision, like I finally did, to say, what am I telling myself? And what what is it that I am believing and choosing? Beliefs are choices. What am I choosing to believe is true or not true about teaching, about where I live, about what I do day in and day out? And something else that's really kind of pivotal is what am I truly in control of? Because if I had a dollar for every time I was told that somebody that I'm working with or talking to is a perfectionist or a control freak or a type A personality, those are strong personality traits. They have their strengths in in those personality types, but they can also be very dangerous if you are not self-aware about how they are affecting the ins and outs of your job and of how you're living your life. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, you know, perfectionist or whatever, it's like you can take that to the extreme and totally burn yourself out with that. And I just totally agree with it. What you said about, you know, if you are at that stage and I'm not as familiar with your stages. So let's talk about that in a minute. But when you talked about when you're at that stage where you're just like, I'm just crying in my car and you're like, it doesn't matter what I believe. I just want to stop crying or whatever. But it's like, you might not even at that point realize that you are causing some of that. Yeah. Like you do have that choice, but in your mind, it's so unconscious that you don't realize it. It's just like, that's how it is. Yeah. It can be really hard to climb out of that. Like, you know, I've experienced that. Like when I had my major postpartum that I talked about in episode three of my podcast, it's like, you can't see that. It's like, you really can't see that without help at that point. You have a a complete and total loss of clarity Mm -hmm. whenever you are stuck in that dark place. You, You can't see past your own misery. And unfortunately, that is where a lot of teachers park themselves because in the past, before things like Burned In Teacher, and there are other teachers out there doing work very similar to me, before we decided to bring to light the path out of this place, there was nowhere to go but maybe Pinterest or Google and just finding, you know, a quote unquote, you know, one size fits all answer to self-caring your way out of burnout. Like there's no way to do that. And I also want to be very careful to say you know, when I talk about this and people are new to me, I feel like sometimes there's kind of a stigma around like, well, I'm burned out because of all of the expectations that are given to me and the behavior of my kids. And my administrator is super out of touch. And you wouldn't believe the states, you know, all of these things. Listen, I am a full-time teacher. I get it. 
I deal with things on a daily basis that are very, very, very difficult. And I've dealt with things in the past that have been very difficult. I'm not blaming your burnout on you. I'm not blaming your burnout on anybody. What I continually come back to is that burnout is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. You know, what I do with burn-in teachers, I help you to gain the clarity to understand what your next best step is and what your next best step is and what that best step is for you. Because if you raise your internal self-awareness and you work on you first, then you can decide if the environment that you're working in, whether it be your grade level, your building, or your district, or even education, is the right place for you. And if you need to move on to a different place. Because a lot of teachers that I work with, they're struggling and they might even be miserable. They just want to love teaching again. Yeah. They don't necessarily want to quit. Right. In fact, I just did a poll on Instagram. Most teachers that I polled are returning to the classroom next year and they genuinely want to be there. Some don't and some don't have the privilege of choice at this point. But the fact is, is that they are returning and they just know that they don't want to continue every year like this year <laughs> or like last year. And this, I used to do this too. Every year was going to be different. I'm not going to let things bother me anymore. I'm just going to go in and do my job and leave. And then I would fall into the same habits and the same beliefs and the same negative talk, whether it's self-talk or talk about my kids or, you know, and it took me nowhere but down or kept me the same. And it is totally okay to cry in your car once in a while. It is okay to embrace the suck. Being a burned-in teacher and what I stand for is not being a toxic, positive person that's, you know, smiling every single day and saying, everything's fine, everything's beautiful. It's not. It's about being real about what you're being challenged with, but then doing something about it if it is something that is in your control. And also learning the tools and strategies for how to let things go that are not within your control. Because Lord knows there is a lot in our careers that is out of our control. So much. And as type A perfectionist control freak people pleasers, it's very hard for us to break that habit of feeling like we have to fix and control everything. There's a difference between venting. Venting is good and it's healthy, but only to a certain point. There's a difference between venting and stating a challenge that you're having and taking the time to identify if it is worth your time and energy and maybe even money to try to solve it. So I kind of went down a rabbit hole here, but. Oh, so much good info there, though. I know I was like, oh, we should talk about that and that and that. There's just so (laughs) much there. I love it. Our listeners are going to get a lot of that. So I'm glad you shared all of it. I am interrupting this episode for just a moment to let you know about our virtual event that I want to invite you to this summer. It is called Educate and Rejuvenate, and you'll be hearing from amazing speakers such as Bree Richardson from Honest Teacher Vibes, Amber Harper from Burned In Teacher, Bryce Sizemore from The Teaching Texan, Sarah Marie from The Stellar Teacher, Heidi and Emily from Second Story Window, Amy Nielsen from Planning Playtime, and so many more amazing speakers. And of course, yours truly. Plus, there will be bonus live segments with our presenters, group life coaching with Chrissy Nichols, and even fitness classes to do with your teacher friends. And you'll get all of this for just five bucks. That's why I mean it when I say this is going to be the education event of the year, because it is going to help you not only with your teaching, but to help you feel rejuvenated and ready to take on the next school year. Head over to the show notes or go to educateandrejuvenate.com to grab your ticket.
And the one nugget that I still remember, even though that was like, you know, in the middle of all the goodness you were sharing is that the burnout is not your fault, but it's your responsibility. And Mm. I hadn't heard that before. I really liked that thought because I feel like it's not our fault. Like all the circumstances we don't control, like you were talking about. Right. But what we do have control over are the things you were talking about as well. Like, you know, we can control kind of our thoughts about the circumstances and our beliefs about them. And I feel like that's kind of what your steps of your burned in teacher are there to help with. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So you had asked a little bit about the stages and I won't go too deep into all five of them because we just simply don't have enough time today. But when you're in a stage zero and one, you are in that place of essentially victimization. You're saying, why are all these things happening to me? And if they wouldn't do this, then I wouldn't feel this way. And if this wouldn't have happened, then I wouldn't, or if I would have chosen a different career than this, you know, all of these shoulda, coulda, wouldas, blaming, and just feeling like you have no power. Either you have given your power away or it has been taken from you. In a stage two and three of burnout, this is where you start to lean in to these ideas that, well, maybe I don't have to say yes to everything. Maybe I'm not being negative if I, if I step away from this role or I say, I, I can't do this anymore. You know, we, we sometimes adopt lots of different roles as teachers because we feel like we can't say no or we have to be the hero or we are voluntold to do certain things. <laughs> and what I do through the burn-in process is I help you to realize, and again, like I said earlier, gain clarity on what is right for you right now. Maybe what used to be okay for you to handle in the past, now you have three kids and you can't balance that in your life anymore. It doesn't fit your your highest values or you can't manage it well. This is in stage two and three. This is where you start to look at your challenges and begin to be more solution focused. Rather than focusing on all the challenges, you are beginning to think about solutions for the challenges that are within your control. And there's so much more. But do you see the shift there between why is this happening to me and, okay, this is happening, what am I able to do about it? And how would a person with my brand, with the values that I have, how would that person handle this the best? Stage four and five is when you have become more self-actualized, where you are very self-aware internally and externally about who you are what you want, what kind of life you want to live, what kind of teacher you want to be known for. And this is where maybe you have also made the decision that you don't want to teach anymore or you don't want to teach this grade level anymore. Maybe you want to teach a different grade level or you want a different title or maybe you want to be an administrator or heck, maybe you don't want to be an administrator anymore and you (laughs) want to go back to the classroom. I have heard administrators say that too. But it's giving yourself the permission to say, I don't have to have all of this figured out, but I know that right now this is not what's best for me and I'm going to start to set goals and make an action plan for moving this direction. And it's not a forever direction. It can twist and turn. I think sometimes we feel as adults that we have to have everything figured out. I mean, we're even you know, encouraged in high school to know our career path and go to college for a certain career so that true. we're going to do forever. And I think that's really unfair, especially in a global economy where, gosh, you can do anything. You can learn anything and become anything at any age. It's giving our teacher friends that we care so much about, it's empowering them with the belief that they deserve and are capable of achieving the life that that they want to live. And I'm not talking an Instagram-worthy life. It can be a very simple life that is best for you. You know, you could be living in chaos right now 
and all you want is to live a more simple life. Again, like I said, maybe you want to love teaching second grade again so you can go home and just be with your kids. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you do want to leave teaching and you want to start an online business and you have these great ideas, but you're telling yourself you can't do it. It can be anything that you want it to be. I used to tell myself that I was just a teacher and I use that word just, and that is such a powerful word and it can be powerful in a positive or a negative way. I'm just a teacher. Like, what the heck can I do but teach? We are a sought after profession in so many other careers because we are brilliantly able to do amazing things with very little. It's so true. Like teachers are so resourceful and like I feel like we succeed in whatever we do. We are an amazing breed of human beings. And if you take the time to focus on your strengths and you realize that you could be really good at doing this other thing, I say go for it. Have a strategic plan, but be proactive. And you don't have to settle for a life of burnout as your reality. And I think so many teachers do that. And I even hear veteran teachers say things that make me just cringe, you know, about like, well, teaching is a lifestyle and this is who you are now. And I say, no, it's not who I am. It is my job. It is a job that I love, but I refuse to accept that as who I am in and out, day in and day out. Yeah. And I absolutely agree with that. We don't need to accept burnout or like, you know, not loving our lives. We should love our lives, whether we are in the classroom or not. So for our teacher friends who, like you said, you pull most of them, most of them are returning to the classroom. What would you say to those teachers who are going back to the classroom next year, but they are feeling that burnout and they're considering attending Educate and Rejuvenate and hearing your keynote? What little sneak peek can you give to them to encourage them to come join us at the event? Because they think it's going to be such a great time. Absolutely. So I would think about, number one, I'm, I'm going to start with the burn-in process here. Begin where you are. And that is, this is all about looking at where you have been to realize why you are where you are today. And this is physically, mentally, emotionally. This is like what brought you to this point. And then what I would have you consider is what are your core values? What is most important to you right now? Because, you know, we talk a lot about kids being so different but we have changed too. Mm -hmm. We are continually evolving and growing and changing. And, you know, depending on our season of life, you know, we change and our values change and that's okay. That's not just part of growing up. That's just a part of growing and we're continually learning more every single day about what, what we're capable of. It's part of being a human, you know? Yeah. It's part of life. Yeah. So really think about your core values. What is most important to you in your life? And like I said earlier, it could be that you have a family. It could be that you're single and you just want to live your hashtag best life ever. You know, whatever it is, you know, you can live your best life ever with a family too, but really hone it down. What are your two core values? And then thinking about what do I want an ideal life to look like for me in the fall? What do I want a day to look like? What do I want a week to look like? The summer is the most perfect time to shut it all down and lay by the pool, sleep in, rest and rejuvenate, right? Right. But what I really am excited about with this event is that if you are clear on your core values and you are clear on your vision for what you want your life to look like in the fall, this doesn't have to be a three-year plan or a five-year plan. What do you want your life to look like in the fall? You can attend certain sessions. You can start downloading certain podcast episodes. You can start reading different books and watching different YouTube videos that will help you get to where you can start actually taking action 
and start building on those habits and start building on those beliefs so that when August or September comes, whenever you start school, you're not just doing what I used to do, which is this year everything's going to be different. I didn't spend any time this summer preparing myself for success here, but this year's going to be different because I guarantee you if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a plan, if you haven't practiced the discipline and intention that you need to make true change, Mm -hmm. you will get sucked back into those old limiting beliefs and those old negative habits that are taking away from your ability to change your life. You are so right. It's all about being very intentional. You can't just be like, oh yeah, it's going to be different if you don't do anything about it. It's going to be the same. So you need to make that conscious effort in order for things to be different. And they absolutely can be. And that's why we are hosting Educate and Rejuvenate. So you know, you can feel rejuvenated and ready for the next school year. And we're here to educate you on all these different ways that next year can be better. And that's why we invited you to come because I know your keynote is going to be fabulous in helping teachers accomplish that. Thank you so much. I'm very excited about having you at the event. It's going to be such a great time. So if you are listening and you have not grabbed your ticket yet, be sure to head over to the show notes where you can grab your ticket and you'll be able to hear Amber even more this summer. It's going to be so much fun. So Amber, before we go, where can our audience find you to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to burnedinteacher.com. You can find me on Instagram or on Facebook at burnedinteacher.com. And I have the podcast. And if you want to take your first steps, you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz. Those are the burnout types that Kelsey mentioned earlier. You can really start to think about, you know, what is burning you out and what burnout type are you and what small steps and changes can you make today that can help you to move forward. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amber. It was such a joy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to the event. Thank you for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, then you're going to love Wife Teacher Mommy Club, where you'll have access to every single resource we've ever created for grades pre-K through sixth. Plus, we add new resources every single month. And these aren't just any resources. They are high quality, created by a team of teachers who know exactly what you need. Whether you're a teacher or a homeschool parent, Wife Teacher Mommy Club will significantly cut down on your planning time, giving you hours back every single week to do the things that bring you joy. If that's not enough to convince you to join, you'll also have access to our private Facebook group where you can connect with teachers from all over the world, weekly club giveaways, and our newest edition, life coaching. All of this for less than $30 a month? I know, it's craziness. So what are you waiting for? Join us in the club at www.wifeteachermommy.com club. The moment you do, you'll have instant access to hundreds of tools that you can use for every kind of learner in your classroom. No more endless scrolling for lesson ideas and no more paying every time you need a teaching resource. Push that easy button and join at wifeteachermommy.com slash club. I'll see you here next week.